electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. The Airbnb bust that never materialized. How rising rates is actually helping the company's bottom line. It's all about interest income. It's Wednesday, November 1st. Welcome to the Tech Check Podcast. I'm Deirdre Bosa. And I'm Mark Gilbert. Today, Airbnb reports earnings after the bell. The company finding itself at another inflection point with rising interest rates challenging the core of its business in one way, but D actually helping it in another. Yeah, so let's set the stakes first and we'll pull back. Here's what's really happened over the last few years. You've got a housing market very much in limbo, higher interest rates. That's making it more expensive to finance short-term rental properties for the hosts, right, which is you know, the key part of this whole business. You've got lower occupancy rates and popular vacation spots, as well as major Airbnb markets like Phoenix and Austin. And then, of course, the return to work post-pandemic. What you saw over the pandemic um, was a sort of new kind of business line for the company. They had longer stays. Um, So all of these factors, it was supposed to be a perfect storm that was going to hit the business model, right? A la Airbnb bust. Um, It really hasn't materialized in a significant way, though, Gilbert. We're now almost at the end of 2023. And while the stock hasn't performed particularly well in the second half, I mean, it has not been any kind of disaster for the financials of this company. Right. And that's that's the gloom side. And and in fact, when you look at the financials of the business, it's actually out earning a lot of its peers. And the company, this is key, is generating more free cash flow than ever. We've talked about this in the past, how in a rising interest rate environment, you want that free cash flow. Now, the reason why rising interest rates, they're helping Airbnb even as, you know, maybe making life more complicated as hosts, as we outlined. Here's what happens when you book an Airbnb. You book it and the company charges you. And by the way, this applies not only to Airbnb, but Verbo, which is owned by Expedia, as well as Bookings Holding. So the company, the platform charges you when you book that property, and then it holds on to the money until you arrive for your stay. Then after you arrive, usually 24 hours afterwards, it passes on the amount due to the host. In the interim, that period between when you book the property and when you arrive to stay at it, that can be months. The platforms have billions of dollars in customer money to invest in money market funds and short-term high-quality bonds. Rising interest rates, that means that those returns are higher than ever. It's that cash pile that's just sitting there, used to be earning nothing during you know low interest rates, but now it's just earning money risk-free essentially right. risk-free. Right. And we talked about this with the big tech giants as well, which is, you know, Apple, Microsoft, they hold a ton of cash on their balance sheets, which gives them flexibility to do M&A, to do buybacks. But it also now gives them this pretty significant return on their cash holdings. Exactly. Just stash it away if you want. You don't even need to buy anything like a treasury. You can just put it in an interest-bearing account. I know I always talk about my Apple savings account that gives me 4.15 APY. I mean, you yeah. couldn't find that a few years ago. Right. It's happening for right. It's happening for us. It's happening for customers, but it's also happening for, for big businesses as well. It's happening for banks. Um, talk about how this affects their competitors also, because you mentioned Verbo and booking holdings, because I didn't know about any of that. 
yeah, so it happens in the same way for them, right? The business model is similar. They charge you when you book a vacation rental or home sharing rental, and then they make money on it for up to months while um, before you actually stay. But I think that this is interesting when you put Airbnb in the context of the sharing economy. We ask this question often. It is so hard for Uber and Lyft and Instacart to get to better measures of profitability if they're profitable at all, whereas Airbnb has sort of been the outlier. It reached net income, gap net income, faster than any of them. And this is key, this interest um, payment, which makes them profitable compared to like an Uber, because Uber can't play with that kind of arbitrage. When you hail a ride, you're paying for it immediately, and that money is changing right, hands. Right, right. There's no time hard. arbitrage there. That all happens in the same, in the exact same, in the exact same time frame. I was, I was surprised that at the large numbers right involved here, um, you put this together, but that at the end of June, Airbnb held more than nine billion dollars um, in funds on behalf of customers. Sort of a huge number. Exactly. And Expedia, it's even more. $11.5 billion in traveler funds, booking holdings held $6 billion. Now, they don't necessarily earn income on all of that, but we do sort of get a breakdown of what the interest income has been. And it's remarkable just how much it's shot up over the last year. So let's take Airbnb. In the first half of 2022, this is listed as interest income. It was $25 million. So it made up a very small part of their profitability. But at the first half of this year, it was $337 million. That is a huge jump. And remember, this is essentially risk-free interest income. And management in its last quarter credited you know, that change in interest income for the large spike in net income. No longer is it sort of playing a, a supporting role. It played a primary role in getting that profitability up. You know, I'm, I was thinking about making the comparison to uh, Instacart, which just went public, right? And we talked about the advertising revenue, and it might be a uh, small overall percentage of their revenue, but it's the percentage that puts them into profitability. So sometimes right. these small amounts of money that these businesses make on the margins is actually very important to you know the overall health and viability of the business. Right. But let's talk a little bit about the core, though, because this is sort of bonus income, right? Interest income is a bonus. And what it reports tonight, its core is still going to be in focus. And revenue growth is expected to decelerate year over year. We know that Airbnb was sort of this pandemic darling, not in the traditional sense, because it benefited during the pandemic and after the pandemic. It never really came down, but now it's starting to moderate a little bit more. And there are some growing cracks around the edges, which is partly why shares haven't done all that well over the last few months. Knight's book decelerated earlier this year. The average daily rate is shrinking while you're seeing sort of the ADRs at hotels go up. And there's also this new regulatory battle in New York. Right. And I think that's the real story here, which is that you can make money on the edges of your business, capitalizing on short-term rates, holding cash. You know, that's sort of your corporate finance, your CFO, um, who's who's doing these things to, you know, help you weather a storm, make your business more resilient. But but how is the core of of Airbnb's business doing? Um you know, especially for a young tech company that didn't go public, you know, not long ago, you want you want there to be growth, you want them to be, uh, you know, innovating and growing on the core of their business, not just making interest income on on the amount of cash that they have on hand. 
Yeah, for sure. But it, it's so interesting around the edges because we talk a lot about the effect of higher rates on technology companies that rely on growth. And in this case, Airbnb is this very you know unlikely beneficiary of rising rates. And it's important to keep in mind that this money, which is increasing, can offset some of the challenges that it is facing. And I will say that, you know, CEO Brian Chesky, who we talk to often, is pretty candid about the challenges. And he's shown himself able to pivot, work on different things. Um, so we'll see what he has to say tonight. I think also, you know, you mentioned the pandemic, but the 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 way that this company has been sort of buffeted by these huge macroeconomic changes. I mean, remember, you know, just a few years ago when the pandemic started, Airbnb was left for dead and they needed that <laughs> cash infusion. Everyone said, oh, this business is this business is over. And then all of a sudden, of course, they roared back because during the pandemic it was this huge bull case for Airbnb. You don't want to go stay at a crowded hotel. You want to go stay, you know, at your own private residence. And the business just ballooned um, in a low interest rate environment. It's honestly one of my favorite stories that I have ever covered in my like seven or eight years in San Francisco, just how everyone thought that they were left for dead and they they took out they took a, a mixture of equity and debt to get through it and then IPO'd at what, like more than $80 billion after its valuation was slashed. I think it was $16 billion or something. And that is why Airbnb, I think, is one of the more enjoyable companies to cover because they're always pretty upfront with what's going on and the changes that they need to make. And I think that Brian Chesky is one of you know the all-time CEOs who um, listens and pivots. And he often goes to Twitter right, to pull users and say, what do we need to change? I'm still waiting for that loyalty program. Right. And I know a lot of folks are. <laughs> right. I think that it's just so interesting how um, how these things sort of turn on a dime, right? It doesn't take, you know, sometimes it doesn't take years. And you saw it with, you know, earlier this year with Silicon Valley Bank, right? Which is that it doesn't happen slowly. Sometimes that there's a, there's a change in the trajectory of interest rates and all of a sudden the business case just, you know, turns a corner. Yep. And as, as a founder said to me recently, interest rates are the only thing that matters. And I thought that that was pretty, pretty astute because it does much of it does come back to that. And we'll continue to see the effects roll out. But make sure you catch Airbnb tonight. We'll be back tomorrow breaking it all down. And some and definitely more stories happening in the world of tech. See you then. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now.